This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's so hot in my office right now. I mean, it is burning up. The Colorado is at 98. Denver is at 98 degrees, and my office feels like it's 110. So I'm sitting here doing this podcast naked. He says he's naked. I'm only seeing him from, like, the shoulder blades up, but it is uh, It's Would funny. Like to stand up? No! <laughs> but there's a good chance that he might be naked. He's definitely just in his boxers. Jared's going to be like, you should not be doing this podcast with him anymore. He would never say that. He trusts me. Jared loves me. He trusts me completely. He knows that if I had to be naked, it would be in the best interest of everybody here because I can't fade. Wait, are you naked? Yeah, because we have a huge podcast. I can't faint. I have to make it through. Guys, we've talked to Robbie um, about Castaways uh, on the last episode yeah. of The Bachelorette. And he talked about survival and there's a level of survival that we all need to complete the mission at which we have set out to, to, to complete, to, to become victorious on. And my mission today is to complete this podcast alive and well. There's and it's so hot in my office. That in it, here. That's okay. That's it's embarrassing. Fine. That's fine. Amy, <laughs> we run the most successful podcast in the history of the world. <laughs> I could be naked if I want to be naked, Amy. <laughs> the most successful oh podcast in the history. Has, has so been, have you been drinking? Yeah, I was going to say I knew it. I thought I felt that you had a little yeah. something in the past podcast because you guys, we recorded too right now. Um, but Ben, I can definitely see it's kicking in now. And he had his nightly pipe. You have a pipe at yeah, night? I have a pipe. I have a tobacco pipe. It's an old school pipe. It's like a grandfather's pipe. Do I have to worry about your lungs? There's a bad. No, no, no. I don't inhale this. Amy, or Ashley, I still run marathons. Like, I'm good. I just, like, this is my way of calming down at the end of, of, of a big day. It's been a big couple days for me. I think it's important that I relax. And I'm excited to be here with you all. I mean, we have a huge, I mean, I don't think people realize when they listen to this podcast exactly the gifts at which we're giving them. We have a massive podcast full of incredible guests. We have Eric and Kenny. I mean, we have Annalise and Kendall. We have Angela. Who's Angela? Well, we're asking the same question. Who the heck are you, Angela? And we have Kendall. I mean, Kendall is a hot commodity in paradise. We guessed it. We believe it. You better see it. Watch Paradise Tuesday nights on ABC. Okay, with that, Ashley. Yeah. We love Paradise, right? We haven't seen an episode like that since season three because season four was a snooze fest. You know, there was drama around that. Incredible. I mean, I'm not kidding. Bachelor in Paradise is one of my favorite times of the year. I watch it even though it's summertime and it's beautiful outside. I'll go inside to watch Paradise. But you, you have a unique storyline still in Paradise, even though you're happy and in love and moving on and getting ready to get married with to a beautiful man. Oh, gosh, she's beautiful. <laughs> um, Ashley. Yeah. During this episode. I get Ethan's a nodding at me. Like, yes, yeah, he is. He is. Beautiful man. Um, Ashley, I'll be honest. I love you. You know that. I get very protective of you because you and I do something very special to both of our hearts together. The podcast is the reason that I can still work for Generous for free and volunteer my time. So the podcast is a big deal to both of us. We enjoy our listeners. We enjoy talking. And you're my co-host. And we get along really well. And I want to continue that. And so I get protective. And your name got brought up during the first episode. And I like Kevin, too. I'll, I'll throw that out there. Kevin's a good friend of mine. But... He brought you up, mm-hmm. and and my skin started to scrawl, mm-hmm. crawl. Mm-hmm. My hands started to tighten, even though Kevin would beat the crap out of me. <laughs> Ashley, what is going on here? Tell us all about it. Catch us up. Well, I mean, I was like, I wanted him to do Paradise. Um, I remember when I called him 
in May before Jared and I came out as in public. Um, and I just kind of warned him. I was like, hey, just wanted to let you know that I'm dating Jared and we're kind of like coming out about it tomorrow. And I said, are you going to do Paradise? You should totally do Paradise because I know that he loves this experience. He has such a good time with it. Um, and I really think that he believes it's a great process for him to find love. I was just throwing Actually, a- pause you right there. Can I can I stop you right there? Yeah. Because this is the first moment that I need some clarity on. Um, during this episode, the statement was made through the Bachelor grapevines. I heard that Ashley and Jared were dating. So, so you're claiming that you told Kevin directly that you were dating Jared. Yeah, that was a weird way of saying it when I did call him directly before the world knew about it. Yeah. Hmm. And, and also, I just thought that it was... I was confused by the way that he said that he imagined marrying me because we never exchanged I love yous. We never really thought beyond a a couple of months. So, and I think that when he was here talking about our breakup, you kind of got the same vibe from him that it wasn't necessarily like a lifelong partner thing. And he also went on Caitlin Bristow's podcast and said similar things this month. So I don't know. I just think it was weird that he brought up the marriage term because I don't think either of us really saw that. But, but anyway, I do, I really am excited for, to see how, he fares in paradise. I think he might do well. He's definitely like always a hot commodity on any of these bachelor shows that he does. And I mean, obviously it's, it's clear why he would be. Somebody liked him last night. Uh, Crystal and him made out. He was really into Crystal. Crystal, And then surprising. I did not see that one coming. That swung his way. I did because they definitely share that fitness thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he's definitely a guy who puts working out, uh, well, the top priorities of I his life, relate. and yeah, <laughs> and Crystal does too. So I I thought mm-hmm. that they made sense actually. How did you feel when he talked about you? I just you know I I I figured it would happen um, because you know this is The Bachelor, <laughs> yeah. and storylines tend to bleed into different seasons. I just don't want it to seem as if it's. This is hard. Finish your words. You're good. I don't want it to just come across like it was a bigger deal. I just, I hope that he concentrates most on being with somebody on on the season and less about getting over me because in all honesty, I I don't think that he was reeling from our breakup come mm. June. Sure. So, 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 you're and saying- I, so I hope he really like he finds someone to be with because he so deserves it, and all he wants to do is be a dad and a and a husband. And I know that he's at that point in life where he's ready for it now. Ashley, looking back, because this is a storyline, it has been brought up. Looking back now. You're engaged. You're planning a wedding with a great guy, a wonderful man. One of my favorite men literally on the face of the earth. When I had my bachelor party, you got to remember this. When I had my bachelor party on the the season that Lauren and I had, mm-hmm. Jared was invited because yeah. I love that man. He's a good dude. And so you're moving on. You're happy. You're 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 planning these stuff, this stuff. What does it feel like to be pulled back a little bit into this world again? Well, I just, you know, Jared and I are engaged and I'm going to be with him forever. So it's kind of hard to watch for for me to be in 
in the storyline of another man right now. And I really, really hope that he finds someone. I really want him to be happy. He's Look, going to be, he's going to be a great dad and a great father. And I think that he believes in this process so much, it might actually turn out this time. Yeah, that's cool. And you're being so nice. And I think, and Ben, you can say what you think. I think without Kevin, you wouldn't be where you are. Oh my now. goodness. Oh my God. That's so true. Like, he helped me grow so much and he gave me so much relationship experience. I definitely needed to be with him in order to get to the place where I am now. And I I don't know where my life would be if if he didn't come into the picture. So I'm just, I'm forever thankful for it's kind him. Of one of those scenarios, you know, as a friend Ashley and and listeners out there, you're friends of ours. You you've been with us. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I thought about this the other day. The listeners of this podcast have heard our ups and downs for a while now. We went on winter games together. You, you've seen both of our storylines play out, and, and they were dramatic storylines. I mean, they were really powerful storylines for the both of us mm-hmm. that really affected our real life. For you, Ashley, um, the listeners out there have walked with you through this up, leading up until the day to uh, you know where you've met Jared again, kind of rekindled this romance, and mm-hmm. now are engaged and moving forward. Um. Are there hard feelings towards Kevin at all? I mean, like like Amy just asked, he's helped you get to this place. And this place that you're at now is one that you – I mean, I'm going to speak for you for a second. But I couldn't imagine you looking back and thinking life would end up any place different than where you're at right now. I mean, I always – did I – are you saying that I always thought that I would end up with Jared? I, I'm just saying now. Not not saying you always thought it, but now the place that you're at right now, you seem content, you seem happy, you seem fulfilled. I would imagine, based on the conversations with you and the way that your relationship has progressed, that if you sat there in this seat right now and you said, "Where life is at currently, I can't imagine it being any place different." And Kevin has a piece mm-hmm. of that story. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, I am in such a great point in my life that sometimes I'm even like, I freak out. Cause I'm like, it really couldn't get better. So it's all going to be downhill from here. <laughs> like, I'm like, I really, everything is in its place and I'm so, so happy, but I couldn't, I could not have been here if it weren't for meeting Kevin. I don't know what would have unfolded or how much like even this relationship, you know, my engagement with Jared, who knows how long it would have taken if he didn't yeah. have the push from Kevin. Which mm-hmm. he, everybody he, kind of needs to thank Kevin in a uh, weird way. Jared hey, says, guys, round of applause for Kevin. Yeah. 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 Jared even says all the time, he's like, hey, if it weren't for him, who knows how long it would have taken me to not realize his feelings. So like I said a zillion times, like he realized his feelings, but he just needed that push, the fire under his butt in order to say something. And that made him say something. So, yeah, no, so- I'm forever grateful here comes the elephant in the room yeah kevin said you kissed jared while you were still dating kevin yeah and i don't even remember and i'm like very tight friends with you what is the story so um jared and i you know i've always been like so open with everyone about like the all this you know my whole like love life for the past three and a half years um and i was we were open about it because I thought it was such a big part of Jared in my story that when Jared did come out about his feelings, it was about exactly a month from the start of Bachelor Winter Games. So I had been dating Kevin like out in the real world for like two or two weeks and Jared came out about his feelings and he kissed me in the airport and we had mentioned about we had mentioned this before. Like I admitted that I was dating Kevin and Jared kissed me and 
that is true. And whether you call that cheating, that is up to you. It, 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 you know, by most definitions, it is. Um, but it was just one of those moments of passion, one of those actions. Like he pulled me in and I kissed him back. Yes, but I never kissed him again until Kevin and I broke up um, the day after my birthday. So Look, like March you know, 6th. I think it's fine. Uh, I think it's fine. I think it's fine too, but time out. Yeah. Ashley, yeah. you got to dig into this because we haven't talked about it yet. What did it feel like? I mean, let our listeners in a little bit. What did it feel like when Jared pulled you in at that moment? I mean, you had Kevin, but yet you, I, you, I remember this card. I'm sorry. I'm going to explain this. this is our private time as friends that was between us, but we had a car ride, you and I, Ashley. Yeah. And you were telling me all this stuff about how you cared about Kevin, how you, you really, really want to invest into your relationship with Kevin, but you were confused because it just wasn't there, but you knew it was something good. And Kevin was a great guy and that you, you didn't know what else was out there, but you knew that you still like could see yourself with Jared, but yet at the same time, you didn't want to admit it. And you were like conflicted. And I was trying to get you to say like exactly how you felt. And sometimes you just can't do it. And you're like, I just don't know. And I could tell that you were conflicted. Well, the hardest breakups always are the people who are wonderful mm -hmm. because yeah. those are like, I'm sorry. It's not any, you're doing everything right. And you're a wonderful person who takes care of me and obviously cares deeply about me, but it's just like not there. Right. Those are the hard breakups, not the ones where they mistreat you and you're just like, you know, screw you. So I had like a lot of guilt festering over what I was going to do with the Kevin thing. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but when he pulled in. me in, to go back to that question, when he pulled me in, the second I, the second thing I said, <laughs> he kissed me, and then I said, um, I shouldn't have done that, and then I, of course, was like overwhelmed with the thoughts of like, well, that felt right, that definitely felt right, but like that was kind of like cheating, and I, I can't can't believe that I would ever cheat, and you know, so. It was just, Ashley. it was one kiss a month into knowing Kevin with somebody that I had been really in love with for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And like, people will say, oh, that's cheating. And sure. But don't tell me you wouldn't have gone through it. I mean, come on, guys. Ashley, I think Amy and Easton, Erica and Ashley, <laughs> behind the scenes, all of us can agree. And as your, as your friend who cares about you. And I think all of the listeners out there, I think you're crazy if you watch this franchise and I'm thinking you're crazy. I mean, the one thing that Ashley has done for all of us and some of you watch and think it's entertainment, but this is the crazy part about the show is Ashley's allowed us to get an up close personal look at her love life. And she's been honest and authentic and genuine and, and very transparent in it the whole way. We've literally seen Ashley stop me if I'm wrong. Don't stop me if I'm right. We've literally seen Ashley's love story play out now for the last three or four years in an authentic way. We've seen her growth. We've seen these relationships start and stop. And the whole time, there's been this guy sitting there, this beautiful piece of the show that is her her mate, her person, her soulmate. And, and being somebody's person means a lot to me. When you say, I am your person, that carries a ton of weight. And Ashley has that person in Jared. And he was there. And it needed that spark it needed yeah. that push it needed that that little moment of saying i'm gonna lose her and i can't do it because she's it that's the person i'm gonna grow old with. yeah if you go and listen to jared's podcast uh help i suck at dating you'll hear all the times that jared says like he was so thankful 
for the kick in his butt and like what yeah. was going through his head and why it took him so long to and to make a move. I've been trying to think of like the right words, but sometimes you you have to do what's right for you. Yeah. Even if other people don't think it's quote right. Right. Yeah. Because it took you where you were going. Yeah, and it's not like it was some frivolous kiss. It was a very dramatic moment of like passion that happened once and with my now fiance. So it's like it's all good. So all listeners out there, these are the cool moments for me. Um and and Ashley, I know that. This is the moments that transcend the show. We've talked about it many times before and the show is super fun to watch. It's super fun to make fun of the people and it's super fun to, to live life vicariously through them. And it's super fun to get to know them personally and then laugh with them about their crazy antics and their failures at dating. It's, it's the beauty of this show, but there's moments that transcend the show and become reality. And Ashley is engaged to the man that she loves and she cares about and that she'll spend a life with. And, and I feel similar sentiments. And so the show becomes very personal at times, not mm-hmm. all the time, but at times it becomes very personal to me because it has, has defined and marked a huge moment and a huge part of my story. And so for anybody out there listening, I want to close this first segment with simply this. You watch the show with a light heart, watch it for fun, watch it for entertainment, watch it because you want to watch these crazy people do crazy things and date tons of people at once and see how they do it. But also, along the way, realize that true love can exist through it. And true love can exist for you out there listening. And it doesn't have to come through crazy avenues like The Bachelor. But if it does, then know that it's real. And Ashley's love story is real. And she's allowed us to watch it and listen to it and feel it. And nowadays, Ashley is preparing for a wedding. I am. And that is an incredibly beautiful, beautiful thing. And I want to transition in the most serious way because I do take this personally. I, I love Ashley and Jared a ton. Um, and, and Kevin's a great guy. But they're about to start their lives together. And relationships are hard. And, and marriages are hard. And they're difficult. And they need our support. And so I take this personally in saying, let's support Ashley and Jared as a couple. Let's, let's lift them up as saying a success story in Bachelor Nation. Let's thank them for allowing us to watch this story along the way. And let's wish Kevin the best. And say, Kevin, I hope you find the most love possible in Bachelor in Paradise. And with that, we got to transition. Ashley, I'm dying over here because Bachelor in Paradise, the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I mean, it was pure entertainment. There is a stacked cast. It's like an A-list Bachelor cast. Anybody? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) why? Who's the A-listers? Well, we we got Colt Lintia. We got Grocery Store Joe, who was such a big deal for somebody who only had a night one appearance. But he's so adorable. And everybody likes him. Everybody in this cast would probably, every girl in this cast would probably make out with Grocery Store Joe. He's just adorable. And then we have Kendall, of course, runner, third place in Ari season. We have Chris R., the drama queen of Becca season. We have Kenny King, the most lovable, warm dad that we know from Rachel's season. And um, then we have, of course, Chicken and former Chicken and David. I mean, former Chicken is David and his arch nemesis, or so he was back in Becca's season, which is Jordan, who showed up in golden underpants. And uh, 
You're spot on, Ashley. And this is the crazy part about Bachelor in Paradise. And so I'm watching this episode, and I have I come in I, I come in with my judgments, right? I remember Crystal as being Crystal from our season, the crazy one, the one that we talked about week over week over week for being crazy. The thing I love about Paradise, it's kind of like a clean slate, right? She comes in, and people are like bonding over her. They're they're literally chasing after her because she is beautiful. Chris, Chris, the crazy one from Becca season comes into paradise and he's a hot commodity. The cool part about paradise. <laughs> I don't know how there. that happened. I'll say that. Well, it happened. <laughs> and so, you know, this from experience, what is it about paradise that allows that clean slate? Well, you know what helps the guys with the clean slate like Chris are? It's that the girls have only seen two episodes tops going into the filming of Paradise. So the the guys from the previous season, they get away with not having any preconceived notions about them. But then every guy has the hot girl that he's going for from the previous Bachelor season. Is that correct, Eric Bigger and Kenny King, who just joined us in studio? What's up, Ben? What's up, fellas? He's, he's smoking his pipe. It's his pipe time. He apparently doesn't inhale. It's l- it's late over here, man. I'm I'm just I'm plugging away here because you guys keep me up late on this paradise stuff. Um, Eric and, and Kenny, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. We we're just talking, and we're gonna. I want to get to know you two a little bit here and introduce yourselves to the podcast. But before we do that, let's kind of intro it in here by asking: Is Bachelor in Paradise a clean slate for the contestants that come on? Well. Uh... Kind of. I mean, I think I agree with what Ashley said as far as like for the for the guys or for the girls, they don't get to see uh, so much of what the dudes are really doing and, and how deep uh, <laughs> they it gets uh, character wise. It gets to just kind of see, oh, these guys, they were on the show and then they get to kind of just uh, pick them apart as they come. Me personally, I didn't watch uh, any of the shows, <laughs> so I didn't really have uh, any kind of preconceived notions about any of the girls or any of the guys for that matter, I just kind of wanted to come in and meet them and uh, and get to know them for them outside of, you know, how what their edits were or how they kind of were perceived on the show. Yeah, I think, uh, Kenny, I, I agree. I think it's a clean sh- slate in general. I mean, because everybody's coming into mm-hmm. paradise, a new person, looking for a new opportunity to find love with a new experience. So you can't really go off what you saw on TV because people grow, people evolve, people become more and better because you know, the stuff they went through on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So. Can I be honest with you guys for a second? Um, I'm asking. That's kind of a stupid question. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, can I be honest with my own podcast for a second? <laughs> um, sorry, guys. That's stupid. Anyways, I have – I'm watching this. And, and Eric, I've met you in person. Kenny, uh, we've ran into each other once. But, Eric, I got to spend some good time with you, and I've got to talk to you, and I, I appreciate you as a person a ton. And this isn't just going to you, Eric. This isn't to pump you up solely. But the one thing I appreciate and the one thing I feel guilty and a little confi- uh, conflicted of watching Bachelor in Paradise is I watch this and you guys are so open to get to know these new contestants. And I know from my own experience in life that if I was in Paradise, I would have a hard time, let's just say, with the Kindles and the Jordans of the world, allowing them into my life because I would have known who they were on the show. And that's my own issue. I know that. And it's funny. I just did a Bible study tonight and I brought this up that I was convicted watching paradise of my judgment and my inability to move forward based on what my preconceived notions were on people watching paradise. It, 
am I wrong in this? Are you guys just that good of dudes where you can just be like, whatever, like I, you're, I'm just going to get to know you now. And I could fall in love with you. You be, become my wife. And even though I thought you were absolutely crazy during the season I watched of you. Well, I, I think for me, I love people and I'm so curious to know people um, through good and bad. And I think my whole time in paradise was like, I don't know everybody here. So let me just see who they are from my perspective, not from TV's perspective or the way social media or people outside looking in sees them. But also it's a chance for me to connect so they can get to see who I am. So I think, like I said, it's a new opportunity to meet some people that like what we did, Ben, when we met each other in the Winter Games, it was like, yo, this guy is amazing. He's dope. Like, but I didn't know you, but I heard like, oh, he's the bachelor. He's dope. He's a good person. But I haven't met you, so I wouldn't even know how to view that unless I was, you know, in your energy prior to that. So for me, I just see it as every opportunity to meet someone new and not to go in it with your, you know, judgment or preconceived notions. Just let it be what it's supposed to be and go from there. I think we can all agree that uh, the show, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, it's a pressure cooker. And uh, yep. it puts people under a lot of pressure. And uh, I think that uh, for some people, it, it, it may cause them to act uh, out of character or, or, or some people cause them just to act more like how they really are. So I kind of feel like for me, it was just better for me to not really get caught up in any of that. If I, if I met a Kendall or an Angela or an Astrid to kind of get an idea of who they are, because uh, paradise is, is, is so much more laid back and you get to kind of have an idea of just small talk can, can tell you a whole lot about somebody. So you don't, it's not like The Bachelorette where, man, I got to have, I got these 10 minutes and I got to come mm -hmm. up with my best game and I got to yeah. make sure mm -hmm. she remembers me next week. Uh, every, every conversation could be uh, a dead end or it could be, you know, a, a new way forward. So I kind of feel like that's the best way to go about it with no preconce preconceived notions. You know what, Ben? It's kind of natural. When you get to Paradise, you start seeing like a whole bunch of people that were almost kind of like celebrities to you because you only watch yeah. them on TV and you have those preconceived notions. But then give them a day and you'll realize how much like you were seeing only one dimension of them and not the full range. Like yeah, with JJ, I, I was like, there's no way I'm going to like JJ. He's uh, so repulsive. And then within a day, I was like, JJ, kind of like that dude. And JJ from Caitlin's season of Bachelor. You're right. No, I get it. It's crazy, though. I literally was convicted watching Bachelor in Paradise of my inability to move forward past judgment. So, guys, thank you for that. And the girls are all looking their best. And one of the reasons they're looking their best is because of Mod Cloth. That's true. I mean, Ashley, you got to agree. Mod Cloth is an incredible, incredible sponsor of this podcast. Autumn has arrived at Mod Cloth. Ashley, you're pumped about it. Tell us why. I am because Mod Cloth is, well, first off, when it comes to paradise, Mod Cloth is the place that I would go if I wanted some cute, flirty sundresses. They have like the most like old school, like 50s and 40s style dresses. It, like you'll feel like Allie in the notebook. But I am really excited about their fall season, which has stuff like tweed blazers and corduroy jumpers. Also, bold stilettos those rich textures you know like a boot a nice leather patent leather texture and then what's so great about them is that they have a full range of sizes from extra small to 4x so no matter what your size you're going to find something super cute at mod cloth it's also wedding season so if you're looking for a dress to wear to a wedding they got that covered for you. And if you have a question about how something fits, they have a team of mod stylists that can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. I personally 
got the cutest little patterned sundress. It pleats out. It hugs me right here at the waist where I, I always feel like my strong spot of my body is my waist. And then it covers yeah. the thunder thighs. Uh and... Uh, I was going to say I agree, but then you had to say thunder thighs and put me in an <laughs> Never mind. I'm done. No, it's so cute. They have the cutest prints. Like, like they'll have little birds or dinosaurs on them. It's perfect for all the teachers out there, too. So if you want 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com. That is M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter our code BACHELORPOD at checkout. This is valid for a one-time use only, and it expires on November 3rd, 2018. So go to dot com and enter the code BACHELORPOD at checkout for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Okay, let's get back to the guys here in the studio. They are looking dapper, speaking of clothes. Both I can't of them, even see them. They just came straight from after the final rose. Yeah. Can you tell us how, um, did you see Blake behind the scenes at all? Uh, no, not behind the scenes, but no. just, uh, I mean, getting watching him and kind of watching it as it was happening and, and watching him watch himself uh, as, as all that was going on. I really felt for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could really kind of tell that, I mean, Blake was, was completely head over heels for Becca. And uh, and it, it felt for him because he, he was really sure. You mm-hmm. know, he, he had that, that surety and he, was, he didn't even think there was a, a, for a minute that it wasn't going to be him. And uh, that had yeah. to hit him hard. It was it was definitely an emotional moment. Yeah, yeah. I think um, what up from watching just general from women choosing men. I feel like most women want a challenge, and I feel like yeah. Blake. The ch- there was no challenges for mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, he's there. He's safe. I know he's there, but Garrett over here is different. Mm-hmm. I like him. I, I'm into him, but there's like a cloud over here. So this is more compelling. Mm-hmm. Because Blake is for sure like he's there. Yeah, and I think mm, I get it. that's what I learned. You know, just in general, like you know, being nice all the time and being a good person to women, like it's great. But sometimes a little bit of edge, a little bit of challenge, goes a far goes goes along because they need that resistance or challenge to make it better than just oh we're constant, we're consistent. This is fixed. This is nice. Because maybe they'll get bored. But I just think she picked the right person. You know, you do. So yeah. so do you guys feel a stronger chemistry? Just in person, watching she and Garrett interact, uh, it it feels uh, it feels like a like a TV love story. You no, know what I mean? Good. When, when you watch them, when you watch him talk about her, when you when you just look at the way that I was just looking at the little things when she's sitting next to him, she's grabbing his arm yeah. and and just the little intangibles, the touching that you can feel when people are really really into and really really in love with one another. So uh, you could. I was watching Eric uh, just in the two, just in the differences between her date with uh, Garrett and her mm-hmm. date with Blake. Yeah. There was some some serious body language, body language. tells uh, that it. you could see, you could see she was all. It, it was completely night and day with Garrett and Blake, okay. uh, especially those last two was, days. Yeah, she brought up the dad thing with Garrett, and I also think what Blake had with uh, Becca was they're like best friends, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they were so good with each other. It's like yes, 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 but it's like. She might need more, and not saying he couldn't get it at the time, but it just Garrett was there, and I felt like that's what happened. It was he was more of best friends? They loved each other, but it was like you know, Garrett is my guy, but I still love you. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. Garrett's the guy. Garrett's the guy. Well, let's talk about your guys' love stories. 
Crickets, crickets. Yeah, I was going to say, are there? Uh, am I hearing crickets? Or does something maybe happen with one of you on Bachelor in Paradise? We didn't see much action from either one of you during episode one. Like, we have no idea who, who you may be hooking up with or may be crushing on at the moment. Can you give us a little insight? Man, you got to watch. Paradise was nice. I mean, it's miracle season, people. One thing uh, that Eric and I laugh about in Paradise is that... Uh, uh, anything can change in paradise. Everything yeah. changes so fast, and, and what a difference a day makes. And, hey, you get to see how people are when things are different, but you must move with the cheese. Uh, moving with the cheese is very <laughs> Who moved my cheese, yeah. that old book? Yeah, yeah, you got to move with the cheese. That became a, a very paramount statement uh, in paradise because it's like it's it's very true. You know, it, things change so quickly in paradise, and, and if, you just, if you're not able to adapt and flow, then, uh, then you find yourself on the outside looking in. Give us a little bit of a teaser about what happens with Colton and this army that is just coming after him once he comes home. Colton's a great guy, man. Uh, he has a lot on his plate, and things happen. But you must watch it because it's so, so good. I can say this. Uh, coming in and just hearing about Colton and hearing the, the, the Colton story uh, and then actually meeting Colton and talking to Colton uh, it changed my whole mind and changed my whole perspective on the whole story. It gave me a little bit more, uh, gave me a little more compassion for oh. for the Colton thing because it, coming in from one way, it's all like, oh, this dude and da 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 da. da. But you know, there's always two sides to the story. So hearing the, hearing it from Colton uh, and getting it from his perspective, uh, it might change a lot of your opinions about it too. Can you tell us a little bit? Uh, it's what just changed more your perspective well, I, because it's just, especially what happened with like Tia and and. I'm Actually, about. I'll make it easier on you because I felt a lot of sympathy for Tia. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, my God, girl, move on. Um, he's probably just not that into you. And, you can't, you know, you're going to paradise. You're supposed to date around in paradise. Isn't that the point? I was the girl who had blinders on in paradise, and I see no problem with that. If you know you're into somebody, then pursue that. There's no need to, like, go around and like try to find a connection if you already feel in your heart you have one i mean i i think i mean i i support you 100 percent, ash you know that you went into it knowing that you like jared uh I, I think it's a little different i'm a little bit confused at how i mean because of tia's involvement into into this last season of the bachelorette she stepped into the the season asked uh becca to kind of break up with colton he comes on yep. paradise Yep. And here, here's the difference. That's one difference. The second. That is a difference. Yep. <laughs> She's really. Yes. Yeah. Ashley didn't do that. And I, I think as a fan of the show, watching her move on with, um, shoot, what's Chris? Chris. Chris. Crazy Chris. Chris. <laughs> and saying, hey, I've moved on. This is great. This is awesome. And all of a sudden, Colton comes on and it's all over again. For me. Now you have to take in Chris's feelings into consideration. And you go, now somebody else was hurt. Ugh, I feel like that was drunk to you, like on okay, a date being enough. like, you know what? I'm trying so to move on. Her. Yeah, I cool. think it was. No, I no think... it was a mental state that she was in. She was like, Eric Everybody, Katie, just everybody's her? making no. fun my of thing, me. My thing was this. When she went to Becca and said, look, yeah. I'm cool on the situation, uh, you know, you have my blessing. We all know this is uh, her downfall. And then, you know, and then to then come back, <laughs> you know, that to me, um, 
that wasn't cool. I mean that that's just it's all a, a hot mess messages. for Kia right now. Let's just be honest. We know. I, yeah, but I, I have so much intrigue. I, I gotta ask these questions. I'm dying to ask these. I'm a huge fan of Bachelor in Paradise. You guys all know this. Ashley, I I, I would literally spend a whole podcast asking you uh, like questions about <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Eric and Kenny, when something like this happens, when you're in Paradise, how do you handle it? Because what we see is kind of the the attack on Colton. Um, but this isn't like, this isn't normal. This world isn't normal. You have to kind of navigate it and feel, you know, kind of, I guess, choose what battles you want to fight. Tia, like you're saying, Kenny, t- Tia's actions on the Bachelorette um, crossed over to Paradise. So you see this happening, then you're in Paradise with them. How do you handle it or do you just stay away? I mean, me, I'm just so curious because everybody had these stories and personas of who Colton was and who he is. And I'm like, I want to talk to the guy. Mm-hmm. I want to know what he has to say, what he's going through, what is he feeling. And so hearing his side of the story and then talking to Tia, getting to know her, I said, okay, I see what's going on here. And honestly, they both bit themselves in the foot. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like it's Colton's karma. Like, before the show, he reached out some way, somehow, him and Tia. Well, he says that she slid into his DMs. Either or they were in the wrong mm-hmm. based on how, everything that went down. And I think it backfired on both of them on the back end. And I, that's what really happened. I think it was weird that Colton came down the stairs and didn't go right to Tia. That is the only thing <laughs> that why, I had an issue why with. Why did he wait so long to say hey? And then he just literally you, doesn't even say hi. You, it's just like... Here's a date card. Like, what really happened? You guys. You guys, yeah. please tell us. Did he look weird. at her? Did he really? You know, in the episode, he just says he doesn't even talk to Tia. He doesn't yeah. make eye contact or anything. And she's, like, really upset that he didn't make eye contact. And then all of a sudden, he talks to multiple girls. And then he comes by Tia and he goes, hey, do you want to go on this date with me? Without even having a one-on-one chat. So is that how it really went down? So what I'll say was, <laughs> in the moment, no, 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 no. I pay what attention. You tell us is the truth. I, yeah. I pay attention to detail and I pay attention to body language. So in that moment, I was confused as well because I was trying to figure out how real was it, how real is it, what's going on. But I, I still don't have information to really know. You weren't there watching everything. Well, I'm just saying prior to him coming in, I don't know. Oh, okay, but did discussion. he not have a one-on-one time with her? Did, did he, he have one-on-one really one time? Did he ignore her? Yeah. Uh, see, come it, on, it, Kenny. It come was, on, Kenny. All right, so it was. Guys, you have nothing to lose. Only <laughs> 300,000 people listen to this podcast, all of which love and care about you guys it's deeply. Like you have nothing a, to lose. It's like half a million something. I think, yeah, nothing uh, to lose. I, I think Colton was put in a bad spot um, initially because, like I said, we're all coming in having one view of this whole situation we're getting from, you know, Tia and the girls and and this, and it's just kind of like, all right, so then he comes down and he doesn't do those sorts of things. So everybody's red flags. Why wouldn't he do this? Why wouldn't he do that? Um, I can't speak to why he did what he did. Um, But I think that it was just to, I mean, ultimately, I don't think Colton had any intentions of talking to anybody or really focusing on anybody but Tia. But really? I think yeah. Really? Yeah. I think he was so. Oh, that was a shocker for you, Angela. Angela, he was all over. Uh why well, you know I didn't see all of that, but <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you didn't it. see that. But what I but what I can say, but that's but <laughs> she's, she's a pretty paradise. girl. She hey, is guys. very pretty. Hey, what do you guys think of Angela real quick? Angela's hot sauce. She's uh she's a undercover Ooh. hottie. Like hot we don't sauce. know who she is. We gotta do a yeah, who the heck are you with her? We're gonna find out who the heck she is. Silent assassin Angela. 
I love it. Wait, you guys, I just have to say one thing more. If it really went down the way it looked on TV, Colton is showing interest in multiple girls, Kendall, Angela, and then all of a sudden hands Tia the day card without any one-on-one time. My theory is that he went in with the intention of ignoring Tia completely, and then somebody whispered in his ear, you're going to look real bad if you don't take her on the date card, oh. take her on this date. Mm, I don't and know. Then, no? Tia seemed to be a 180. As a viewer, if I had to judge between who is looking worse right now, I'm going Tia. She looked. I my heart. I like Tia, but as a viewer, she looks cuckoo right now. Really? I relate. I relate. (laughs) I relate hard, Tia. We have a guy chat for a second. Yeah. (laughs) Can we can we crowd this in for a second and talk as men? (laughs) I don't know how you guys do it. I mean, I'm watching this show, and there's so many beautiful people there. I, there's a reason I don't go on this show, because I get there, and I start spinning in circles on that beach, looking around, going, I don't know how to make a step forward any in any direction, because there's beautiful people everywhere. I don't get it. You two are great men, because you went into it focused, um, considered your options, and invested your time. For me, I would my jaw, my jaw would have hit the ground, or hit the beach. I guess I should say from the very beginning, I don't know if I could have picked it up since there are some beautiful people on this season. You guys are lucky men. Good for you. Um, you know, what else would be really lucky for you is if you could take one of these girls on a trip around the world, could you do that? Why not? Would you want to do Yeah. Why not? Maybe to I Vegas? Mean, well, maybe to LA? That's the world. County, San Jose? That's that's around the world. Backyard, but... <laughs> let's go back to York. Or something. I mean, I think you that's that's the best way that you can figure out uh, your potential with a mate is to travel with them, to see do, new things and to experience new new things, eat new foods, and just kind of see how they, uh, how they handle that. So if you travel with somebody and you're going around the world and in four or five days you're like, geez, we just get back home. Then I think you, <laughs> I think you know what time Kenny, what if I told you I had the option for you to do that? I mean, uh, it's right there in front of you. It's in front of all of us, all the listeners, you two as amazing men and personalities on television. It's called Jet Suite X. Just, I mean, just do it, dude. Just Everybody out there listening can do it. You can do it. Eric can do it. I mean, I, I know. Well, let's do it then. Do it. I don't like to talk uh, about let's it. Let's do just it. do it. What are we waiting for? I'll tell you all about it here. Jet Suite you've... X. It's semi-private travel. Take your girl with you. Take your dude with you, whatever you want. I don't care. Semi-private flying that is exclusively for everyone. Show up 15 minutes before your flight. Hop on our jet and take off. All air, no lines. We're flying Jet Suite X to Las Vegas from Burbank. They're also flying from Oakland and Reno to L.A. or Las Vegas, San Jose, and Orange County. Jet Suite X's charter-style service offers rates that are on average just $40 more than standard commercial flights. Let me repeat that, boys and girls. Um, but Ashley, I know you love Jet Suite X, and Amy, I know you fly it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I haven't been on a plane in 20 years. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Kenny and Eric, sit there for a second. Soak this in. Um, imagine Jet Suite X's charter style service offers rates that are on average just forty dollars more than standard commercial flights. And they've even lowered the prices. They start at just $79 each way. It's crazy though. The ticket price covers two bags per passenger. No long security lines or crowded baggage claim areas incite a private ground experience, but they do it for the price of commercial. That's Jet Suite X. Visit their website, call them, text them, email them, tweet them, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Go with them. They're the best option out there, and you can bring anybody with you. Kenny and Eric, are you going to do it? Yes. Can and we who, go, Ben, right who away? Who are you going to be bringing, Kenny and Eric? If uh, you were anonymous. Her name is Anonymous. I thought Ben she was going to find me a lady. <laughs> 
She's amazing. That, he was he was all ready to <laughs> go. I thought anonymous. you had I oh, thought I you had you, me set up. All right, Kenny. See? Kenny, just wait. You're gonna come on this podcast. I'm gonna check my email tomorrow, and it's gonna be flooded with. I want to be a mama. Like I want to be. Ken, I want to be Kenny's Kenny's wife. Like I'm ready. I'm committed. I've seen those muscles on Paradise. He's been doing wild things. I'm in. Um, gentlemen, I know we have some of your friends coming on the podcast here in a little bit. Uh, this is a stacked podcast full of Bachelor and Paradise contestants. What differed from, in your opinion, from Paradise to your experience on The Bachelorette? I just thought uh, Bachelor in Paradise was just so much more relaxed. And the the pace of it was just kind of at your own pace. You know, you can get up, run on the beach, eat guacamole. Work out. You know, you, do, you can kind of do it as you wanted to do it. <laughs> and uh, with The Bachelorette, it was just like, okay, uh, if you're not on a date, you're at home. But if you're on a date, you're on. You got to do this. You got to find out, okay, how, how can I make myself stand out? How can I do this? How can I, you know, maximize my date time? Uh, with Paradise, it's just about finding those easy conversations and, and, and where is it, where's your best co- connection at? And that's that's kind of what, going back to the Colton thing, I think that's that's the name of Paradise, right? That's the name of the game. You have to talk to everybody. You have to kind of explore your connections and see who makes you laugh and, and where the easy connections are. Otherwise, uh, if you come in with tunnel vision, I mean, not everybody gets hey. to like Ashley, yeah. but, uh, you know, it, 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 can, it can severely hamper you, I think, uh, in your Paradise gaming strategy. Yeah. Love is not a strategy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, the Bachelorette, you, like the time is limited, right? Mm-hmm. So on Paradise, you get so much time with the person. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting to so much deep information like right away because I have so much time. And one thing I realize is that Paradise, it's more real than real life. Because here's the thing, in real life, you're texting. No one really talks on the phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, let's go get a drink. No one is like really having deep, intimate conversations, and you're spending that much time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's more in your face. It's more real. It's more like, yes, we don't do this back home. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. I agree. Like you, and that's what people who might be watching, they don't know, is that we spend so much time together. I mean, mm-hmm. you probably spent, uh, I probably spent a total of three hours or six hours, I don't know, three hours, six hours with Rachel. I don't know. <laughs> if that, right. But on Paradise? Buddy, you and I oh, spent like hours, Every days day. from working out to having man chats to moving with G's, talking about McKenzie mm-hmm. and just life. I mean, you just you grow just in a different way because you have time. That's the difference. And it's mm-hmm. a great place. And I'm gonna really have a, I'm gonna have a fast round of questions for you guys. Are you ready? Boom. No, no explanations. Just boom. Answer. Okay. Boom. boom. Right behind. All right. We're gonna. Kenny's gonna go first, and then. Eric's going to answer the same question. Who should be the next Bachelor? Oh, man, after what I saw, Blake. Blake's the man. Who is your celebrity crush? Eva Mendez. Nice Tyler one. Barry. Nice one. <laughs> which, which girl caught your eye when she walked down the stairs of paradise? Crystal. Man, so many. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come on, Eric. You're better than this. Okay. No, no, no. Eric, no, not, answer. This is not speed round. Man, who was the girls? The first, first, it's a lot of girls, <laughs> oh you know? Uh, you liked Bibby in Winter Games. Yeah, Bibby, yeah, Bibby always catches my eye. Okay, that's good. Ooh, yeah. bro. All right. What was your favorite thing to eat at Playa Escondida? Mahi-mahi <laughs> um, uh, tacos. Shrimp mm. tacos. 
with some guac. You guys get spoiled. You're like celebrities <laughs> or something. I love the tostadas. Oh, Ooh, they're so too. good. Uh, your favorite room to hang out around Playa Escondida? I mean, we were by the pool mostly. Yeah, the pool. pool. Place. Yeah. The bar. Cool. Get me a drink. The bar for sure. Speaking of bartenders, which one was your favorite? Wells or Yuki? Yuki. Yuki. Arik. Arik. Konnichiwa. Yuki. Who is the biggest nerd in paradise? Kendall. <laughs> um, who's the biggest nerd? You know about sunscreen and everything. Lemons. And like, I was just like, what? You got Yo, the facts on that? <laughs> Jordan is, I mean, Jordan was a guy that I remember hacking for paradise and watching uh, an episode of the bachelorette and like having to stop what i was doing and look at the tv like is this a, a real person yeah um but he's just such a nerd he's I, I love him he's just he says what he means he's a he's an upfront fun dude and he just comes the, the crazy stuff comes out of his mouth jordan i was gonna say who surprised you the most that sounds like jordan i didn't know him before but i will say he is like that mm-hmm. like didn't... It's like this guy is so confident and believes in what he's saying to a fault sometimes, but <laughs> he's so cool. He's such a good person. Yeah, like yeah. He's not a bad guy. I did not think that I was going to get down with Jordan, but just talking to him and just he, Jordan's a cool cat. He sounds like the JJ of Bachelor in Paradise, too. Last question. Other than each other, who is your best friend in Paradise? Boy, uh... We had a lot of best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Rose Boys always hang <laughs> yeah. tough. Like, Rose Boys is a real did we, thing. Did we nominate Kevin to be a Rose Boy? We did. We I think did. we nominated we Kevin. We put Kevin up for, for <laughs> he, Rose Boy nomination. He got to sign a contract, Rose, though. Rose Boys are we, from Rachel season. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Rose Boys is a real thing. But Joe? Grocery store Joe. Joe. That's my guy. David. I mean, David. David me and Chicken Dude got, oh, got some good conversations. I don't know. It's hard. We we really John. Got, I mean, yeah, these guys like the honestly, right. every one of the guys. Nick yeah. smokes. Yeah, smokes. Nick John is, John is is the MVP of Paradise. Just just mark yeah. my words. John, hey guys, the I need to I need to interrupt you real quick. What is it about Joe that everybody loves so much? He doesn't give much, but he gives. He's just himself. Yeah, yeah. he's so un, un, he's just so just real and. It reminds me of a guy that's on Seinfeld. Like he's just—he's the guy you meet at the bar. And, what up? You know, let's have a drink. You know, he's just so just him. Yeah, he's unassuming. He's real. He's just—he's just a cool Laid guy back. that you would call to go have a beer at a bar, or you know, just to do whatever. Yeah, like he's Joe's very, version. very smart, and yeah. he has been through a lot. Really. Yes. All right. Well, I can't wait to get to know more about him and to get to see where your love stories go. I really hope at least one of you has one. Come on. Do you so love many me? blank faces You're in writing. here. You, me, you tell me nothing. I got a good poker face, Ashley. Okay. We're just moving with the cheese in paradise. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Kenny, and thank you, Eric. It's been a blast. Always, always. Thank Thanks you, for guys thank for having you. us. We'll, see, we'll hopefully talk We're to you guys famous. later in this in the season. Yeah, you're almost famous. Almost. Just almost. Yes. Love y'all. Thanks. Later, Ben. See ya. We have two all-stars. I mean all-stars on the podcast. This is an incredible podcast. Ashley, how did we get so lucky? I don't know, but I'm having a blast right now. I know. I am too. I mean, it's late. It's 11 o'clock my time, and we're plugging through this thing. And the reason we're plugging through it is because it's fun. Um, I Ashley... Let's act like our, our two guests aren't in the room. And our guests are Angela and Annalise from Bachelor in Paradise. But for a second, let's act like they're not there. And let's talk about them. Um, we just talked to Eric and Kenny. 
I had mentioned that I don't know what I would do if I was on Paris, I, Paradise. I mean this. Um, I was just looking at the Paradise picture. There are some beautiful people in Paradise, uh, both men and women. But these two women uh, are definitely included in that list. Angela and Annalise, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Oh, you're so pretty and cute. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Well, you guys oh, just came, you know, tonight. straight from after the final rose, and I'm here just like, you know, slapped on some mascara. But anyway, both of you had quite a storyline in episode one. Annalise. Jordan was coming hard for coming you. Hot. He got coming hot, not hard. Who knows? <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Or maybe it was hard. <laughs> did, did you watch Jordan on the first couple episodes of Becca's season? No, so I actually had only seen him on the first episode. and uh, That so was it. That was it. And then I left for Paradise, so I didn't know anything about him except for that first that first impression, that first night. So I was definitely skeptical. Um, because the first night, he was still a little cuckoo the first night. Yeah, I mean, there was like a lot of socks talk. And oh, that's like, right. It was like a, a big fashion. I mean, there was like a lot of fashion that went on throughout with like modeling yeah. stuff. But like it was a heavy fashion night. So right. Time out, time out. Before we continue, I'm not going to step in here too often because Ashley loves Paradise. I love Paradise, but I'm just like a big fan. I've never <laughs> been there. And so I just watch it as like a contestant. Are either of you engaged to Jordan before we continue this conversation? <laughs> you're gonna have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you're gonna have right? to watch it. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. I'm gonna. All right, actually, take it away. Who back. asked him to pose some angles or something? They're like, show me some angles or show me some modeling. Oh my Somebody in the episode. Oh, they don't even know. They haven't seen it. Only we've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Well, how? So, how did you deal with the whole like Jordan coming on so strong? Um. So I actually I just took it very flattering um I was just trying to I was just trying to take it all in I kept thinking to myself like I'm single for a reason so I need to just be open to like (laughs) anyone and everyone and Jordan was that anyone or everyone and I was being very open but I was also like I thought it was I thought the whole time like I thought it was one big joke and it might still be I'm not totally sure he's just that kind of guy you can't ever know yeah I just didn't know what was genuine and what wasn't but I will say like I do think he is a good guy, but I definitely was like skeptical of of what where these feelings were coming from and why he was coming on so strong. Who did you come in with being on your mm, would like to be there list? Yes. I mean, there was a couple people that I was hoping to see. Um, Name drop them all. Yeah. I feel like th- there was like three guys really from Becca's season that I was hopeful to see, and that was Josh. Joe. I was going to say grocery store Joe, uh-huh. but apparently I slur now. Um, and then also... We all do this later. Yeah, especially right, exactly. on the mic. Um, and Camille and Leo. Okay. So those were like the three... They all show up, don't they? Uh, <laughs> you I, don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Who, who knows? Um, yeah, so those were the three that I was hopeful to see. Okay. And Angela, who are you hoping to see? Um, Everybody was hoping to see you. Everybody was, maybe actually people weren't hoping to see you, but they were pleasantly surprised when they did see you. Oh, really? Don't you feel? Like, you were so sought after. I feel, oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, I feel like my kind of advantage going in was, you know, nobody really did know who I was, so I Mm -hmm. didn't have any, like, preconceived, like, expectations from anybody. I didn't go in there with, like, a reputation, you know what I mean? So 
I feel like that was probably an advantage for me. I was just like the new girl almost, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of had to get to know me. Who the me. heck are you? Who the heck am I? Yeah, y'all? who are you? Wait, you're from Nick season. I'm from Nick season. I went home night one. So you went I went home night why? one. Why? Time out. I was a bachelor at one point. Uh-huh. Angela, yeah. why are you going home on night one? I I mean I don't know. We need to get some answers. I feel like you know when Nick and I had a conversation, it was very very short. You know, it was maybe a minute long. And it just, we didn't really like connect. It was kind of hard to have a conversation. And it was a little bit later in the night. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like a lot of people were shocked. I was too. But going in, I kind of had this feeling that I was either going to go home night one or I was going to make it to the end. I just had this weird, weird feeling. Okay. So obviously, (laughs) I all know, we all know what happened. I went home night one. And I, yeah, I was a little bit bummed because I was, you know, going in there. I really, really, really am open to this process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want a relationship. That was my goal going in. So, you know, I was, I was disappointed, of course. Were you shocked when they called I was you for... Cool. That was my question. Because you and I, dude, we know what to ask. <laughs> Thanks, but holy moly, you must have been I like, why do you want me now? Let's get some answers for me, huh? <laughs> How surprised were you when you got the phone call that they wanted you for not last season of Paradise, but this season? Yeah, well... Interestingly enough, last season, uh, you know, it was in the talk yeah. um, for me to go. And then, you know, some things yeah. went down. And, oh, so maybe you, you were supposed to go last yeah, season, but yeah, you didn't timing, end up. Yeah, timing-wise. Uh, but I'm actually so, so, so happy that that did not work out last season because this season I feel like it was this meant season, to be. This season is a yeah, good one. You oh my gosh. this season, right? I have no idea what you're talking about, Ben. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought I was sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, Wait, tell us a little bit more. Who the heck are you? Like, where are you from? We don't know anything about. Okay. Well, I'm originally from Maryland, but I live in South Carolina now. What part of Maryland? Um, Western Maryland. Oh, okay. Um, I'm from Northern Virginia. Are you really? Okay. Yeah. Cumberland. Have you heard okay, of Okay. Yeah. So I actually small. went out there for a concert Stop. years ago. In Cumberland? Yeah. Who it was, was like it? randomly so at the cool. call. I know. Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who was it? It was a Josh Grayson concert. He was on a Was it at the fair? Was it at the fair? Yeah. Oh, my God. I am dead right now. Yeah, it was at the fair. Oh, oh my we need God. to talk later. We need to talk anyway, later. Okay, we're really so sorry. <laughs> this is I'm not what we do the middle of this podcast. Like... This podcast actually gets listens. <laughs> Sorority girls, listen I mean, up. We're talking girl talk. Yeah. But wait, for people listening that are like, who the heck is this person? Yeah. How do they like look? What's your last name? How do they Google you? Like, okay, yeah. What's um, your Instagram? My last name is Amasqua. Um, oh, oh, wow. That's yeah. harder than Coopsin. Let me help y'all. Angela, how do you spell your last name? A M E Z C U A. But to make things easier, all of my social media is at Ange K7, and it's K A Y. Oh, God. That's much easier. Ange <laughs> yeah, K7. Look it oh, up boy. in there. All right. All right. All right. How old are you? I'm 28. And who is your, who is your celebrity crush? Oh, my celebrity crush. Um, I would have to say. It's this guy that nobody really knows, probably. Well, I mean, we know him. I, we know him all. I totally know him. Okay, <laughs> he is. Um, he's on a new show now called The Resident, but his name Matt is Zuckery. Matt Zuckery. Yes, he is <laughs> so attractive. I'm sorry. There is just something about him that you are like. Nobody knows who I he is. I don't mean it like that. Um, I, I know mean, every episode like... of Gilmore Girls. I know yes, every episode Logan? of The Good Wife. I know oh, Logan. You know he dated Kate Bosworth. So no, he sad. didn't. Logan, he, I know. he is so swag. Like, yeah, when oh, he was man. young, very young, yes, he dated dang. Kate Bosworth. Look at him. Oh, okay, he looks like Charlie Hunnam. It's his voice. Like, he just... 
Matt Zuckery is everything, and I have been saying this since the Girl, Gilmore Girls. I knew I liked you. Whoa, so, I knew, no. My friend, my face, friend Leslie, my friend Leslie has worked with Matt Zuckery for a while, and I literally email her constantly. <laughs> Matt Zuckery is everything. Matt Zuckery is everything. Matt Zuckery is everything. I mean, it's it's random, but oh, I'm into it. I'm such into a good it. one. Such a I'm good into one. It. Okay, so uh, we had Kenny and Eric in here, and we were debating the whole Tia and Colton thing. I have a lot of sympathy for Tia because I always went into paradise with blinders on, knowing who I wanted to be there and not caring about anyone else and wanting to say screw you to everybody who said, Ashley, just open your eyes, sell their options. Maybe somebody else will walk in. And I'm like, (laughs) Anyway, from a girl's point of view, I want to see what you guys thought of um, her kind of like clinging on to the idea of Colton. Hey guys, before you answer this, real quick, I gotta pause. I don't, I, I don't want to step in. I don't get involved in pop culture very often. But you know who I'm seeing this? I'm googling pictures of Zach <laughs> Zucre, which is Matt, taking me into Matt some weird, well, re- weird places. <laughs> you know who I see in this? And then we can end it. I don't even want any follow up. Hey, Colton. This guy looks like the next dude that should be on that uh, Fifty Shades of Grey show. Like he looks like a Fifty Shades First of Grey of all, character. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Like him. No, I'm just yeah, so he looks like a dude that would want to like leather you up and hang you from the ceiling. Well, that's just weird that you said that because I said he looked like Charlie Hunnam and Charlie Hunnam was, was supposed yeah. to play yeah. Christian Grey. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry for derailing the podcast. It's not my intention really here, but all I could though? see in this dude was like, "Hey, I look innocent when I clean when I shave my face. I look twelve, but." <laughs> I'm not 12, and so deep down, I want to hang you from my ceiling. No. Anyways, oh continue with the question. Oh, my gosh. So you can go really ahead quickly. and say it. Um, whenever they were like, oh, what's your type or mm-hmm. whatever, I was like, I need a mix of Christian Grey and Noah from The Notebook. Okay. Like, I need somebody who is, like, confident, like, in it. The personality also, and swag Yeah, of but also, like, Grey. write me love letters. So yeah. It's really funny. That's a good combination. This all makes sense, right? Yeah, I need that combo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of that combo, uh, what was the question? I Oh, T yeah, the T and Colton thing. Yeah, I mean, I think I personally feel like they had unresolved stuff so like for her to go in and want to talk to other guys it it would have been it would have been smart if Colton would have come in later like for her to have done that but I think I could see where she's like I need to just figure this out and so I don't know it was just a really like bad situation I think in terms of like going on a show and being that into into somebody that you're not looking at anyone else but like having also a past with that person like they should just re- resolve it in the real world was it blatantly sense? obvious that he just wasn't that into her when he walked in um i think for me i felt like there was moments where they were equally into each other and then there was moments where i was like oh god this is not gonna look good for tia like i i could tell i could really tell that he was not fully engaged it just seemed like there was just like a lot of like pressure coming into it like a lot of buildup and so I think all that pressure was kind of like what's gonna happen and I feel like they both felt it and you know trying to like figure that out immediately is tough so Mm -hmm. I feel like it it was a weird situation I heard a rumor that there's one cast member that you guys didn't like but he was he or she was well liked on their former season is this true yes yes oh this is Colton no, this no. is not Colton. Oh, oh, no, it's oh. not Colton. No, yeah. I, Did he give us a teaser? Um, will we find out? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It's it's very clear. Is it a girl or a guy? Um, I mean, I think I think there's definitely a guy. Yeah. I don't know if there's. Does he have big muscles? <laughs> well, that doesn't eliminate yeah. anybody. Yeah. Does he look like me with his shirt off? <laughs> 
Is his name Colton? No, it's, no, it's not Colton. No, Colton no, is Teddy. <laughs> okay, and you guys, um, well, I know your season, Annalise, you guys just hated Crystal. But now you guys seem to kind of get along with Crystal. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, it was like I was going, I was going to be open to guys to date, but I was also like, I'm going to be open to friendships as well, like guys and girls. And so I feel like Crystal sort of fell in that category for me that I was like, this is her sort of redemption also for people to like see a different side of her. So I didn't want to just go in and be like, she's this person and I'm going to immediately hate her. So I wanted to like give her a second chance as well. And she like totally surprised me and we're friends now. Yeah. Oh, good. Like, I mean, yeah. me, I, you know, watched Ari's season. So I, I wasn't on that season. So like going in, I kind of had like, oh, I wonder how she's going to be. And she's great. I love Crystal. Her and I got like very close. Mm -hmm. And actually it's so funny because whenever I walked down and we met, she knew who I was. Oh, that's amazing. I was shocked. Wow. I know, but she was so sweet. Like I, I went in there thinking one thing and I left like being completely wrong. Well, when I've interviewed her at, at Women Tell All and here on the podcast, I was like, this girl I could hang out with. Yeah, I love her so vibes. Fun. Yeah. Um, is there somebody? Okay. So based on rumors, it seems as if this season may Investigation. Have, Let's yeah. call it yeah. investigation. Okay. According to my investigations, this season <laughs> seems to be the most fluid of casts. As in, like, you guys switch partners a lot. Is this true? I think, I feel like the theme for the first couple of weeks, like, everyone just didn't want to commit to anyone. Yeah. Yet. It felt like it was everyone like was very, like, everyone just wanted to stay open, stay open, stay open. And that was like, I thought I was the only one doing that. And then anytime we'd have like a girl chat or yeah. it felt like everyone was doing the same was, thing. Does yeah. that mean that people weren't forming strong connections or that you guys were just kind of like so in love with everyone? I No, I, I think it was think that we weren't was, forming strong connections. Yeah, it, was, it was a little bit of like a, a, a bro out at the beginning a little bit. Like we were just, I don't know, but it's so funny also because before the first um, rose ceremony, all of the girls were like having girl chat. We were like, oh, you know, well, I'll probably give my rose to this person. We literally were like going down the list. And it's just so funny how like a cocktail party changes everything. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Time that out. Cocktail parties are like six hours. Yeah. I got to figure this out. Are you guys like making out with everybody too? Like <laughs> making <laughs> no. out and switching over? I feel like I feel like it was like very friendly yeah. the first couple weeks. Like people definitely put people in the friend zone. Mm -hmm. And then I think the changeover was when people would say, okay, we're in the friend zone, but... The only way we're going to actually maybe try to have like a successful relationship and maybe like your best friend becomes your significant other. Like maybe we need to step out of the friend zone and like see if there could be a relationship here. So that's sort of like for. Yeah, I think that was like the shift for a couple people is like moving out of the friend zone. Yeah. But that's like a that's choice actually beautiful. you have to make. Yeah. Well, if you like think about it, like, that's absolutely cool. Like incredible. Coming um, out of the hear. friend zone and paradise go hand in hand. Me and Jared, Carly and Evan. <laughs> it's true. Happens. Tanner and Jade. Well, Tanner and Jade were not friends. They were mm. lovers right off the bat. Mm. <laughs> lovers and friends. <laughs> I heard they had many sleepovers together. Some of those as friends, some of those as, as lovers. And so we can <laughs> consider them both friends and lovers. All right. It's time for our speed round of questions. My favorite part. Girls, in one word. Well, not, not this one. This one doesn't get one word. Remember, um, this is a PG-13 podcast. I feel like I'm so just... be really bad at this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Who, what was your number one beauty struggle in paradise? Oh, the heat. Like, I don't sweat normally, and I just sweat. I had, like, a permanent, like, just sweat on me, and I was just 
I couldn't. Yep. Drip, drip, drip. I drip. never wanted to do my makeup again ever again after I left. I, I redid it so smell? much. I had to do it Not every really. hour. You have to do your makeup every it hour. Was, I mean, people don't realize. Like, I hope whenever we all get roasted for looking tragic on television that they just take <laughs> into account, like, it was hot and there was no air conditioning. I'm also yeah. still now dealing with like the acne that I got while I was there <laughs> yeah, because we have of all the makeup we have you're constantly PTSD putting from- on the sweat. Yeah. Ugh, it's yeah. the worst. Who is your favorite bartender, Yuki or Wells? Wells. Oh, Wells. But Yuki is amazing. The guy said Yuki, the girl <laughs> said Wells. I mean, Yuki was fun, but she didn't really she make can't. drinks. Yeah. And so Wells, like, she, Wells she made can the cut drinks, a mean good. lime, though. Yuki can Aww. cut a mean lime. She's and the pour sweetest. Massive water. She's a good water pourer. Yeah. Water. <laughs> <laughs> was there any gross out bathroom or bedroom stories? I think just the bugs. PG-13, remember. Oh, well, I mean, there was one night that the lights, like, randomly just turned on. on, And it was, like, a swarm of the beetles. And I'm telling you, it was, like, freaking the plague. Oh, Oh my my God. It was, it was. mm -mm. Wait, wasn't there only a certain bathroom? (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't there a certain bathroom, Ashley, that you would go? Poopy in? Yes. Yeah, there was one, you know, the one, the <laughs> treehouse. The one, the treehouse that has an actual door and lock. Oh, it's the air only conditioning and air conditioning. There wasn't no, air there conditioning was in there. one room, like, I think in the whole place that had air conditioning. It was a boom boom room. Oh, so maybe they, they, they oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> they added air conditioning to that room. They didn't have air conditioning oh, back really? when I was yeah, in that was room. Like one room. So what kind of yes. boom boom room is it that everybody's just going in there blowing it out? <laughs> I didn't know that we could go terrible. in that bathroom though. Oh my god, I missed out. <laughs> oh my gosh, of course you have to go in that bathroom. It's the only one with privacy. The oh other ones have like Ashley a little just eats quesadillas and beans. Imagine what it was like for her. She had to find her favorite bathroom. Sometimes, and this is disgusting to say, I would just go to the kitchen bathroom because that one nobody heard anything in. Because you yeah, hear all true. the pots like yeah. yes. <laughs> But it's so close to the kitchen. Oh gosh. So Thanks for oh coming, guys. Sorry. Oh, yeah. right. Can't wait awesome. to talk to you all. All We're classy long. ladies over here. All right, last last speed round question. It's not really much of a speed round, is it? Um, the guy who really caught your eye when he walked down the stairs. I was second. I was second to last to walk down yeah, the steps. Yeah, you can say that. So I say whatever you. Nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> I was second to last to so walk down the stairs. So I, the only person that I physically saw walk down the stairs was David. Um and it was and he caught your eye. That's my favorite. David. I love it. David caught your eye. Um, hey, no, wait, this is a special. David, this is we call him ever. chicken. Former chicken. This is a special question for me because that was when I had love at first sight with Jerry. Aww. When I walked, well, I walked down the Sorry, stairs and I, I saw him I, at the bar. No, 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 not at all. I think you're providing great comic relief. Um, but like that was a big deal. So like there was nobody who like came down the stairs or you saw at the bar that was like, wham, I like there, him. There was, but it just wasn't. It wasn't. At least cough for, it up. It, well, no, it wasn't for a while, so I can't say. Oh, who it really? Was. He's yeah. coming. Well, it wasn't still. love at first sight. <laughs> He's coming. It was totally love at first sight for both of us. I, I saw that. I saw it. Well, I don't know. I can't say that. But really. I think it was definitely like a Angela. Bu- yes, like a butterfly. Annalise is covering this up. We <laughs> we we're gonna watch this carefully from here on out. Um, I would love. I mean, I got to tell you, if, if any of you said David was your love at first sight, I would, I would honestly I say that. down right now. And you don't want that because it's really hot in here. And like I said, there's, <laughs> there's a lot going on. I have my shirt off and stuff. So like no pants, but, Ben. Yeah. But anyways, if it's not David in the chicken 
to, which we assume is your love at first sight. Who else is it? Do I have to pick? See, like, this is what I'm saying. My, I, hmm. I would say somebody that caught my eye immediately. I'm, I can't believe you guys have to think about this so long. Well, do you not? We just said, like, the beginning of Paradise Matt, was a little bit slow to. Matt Zucri was so easy Matt for Zucri, you. Matt Zucri, literally. He was, I need, yeah. Why you know who kind of looks like Matt Zucri is Nick. Yeah, oh, no, no which Nick? Oh, Nicky Slick. That, that was one? so yeah, wasted He's... in the episode. <laughs> I could not handle it. You guys... he, oh my God, we forgot to talk about that. He was flirting with somebody. Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh my God, it was so painful. Oh no, really? it was painful to watch. Oh my, he's Dude, like doing like these on. things with his fingers that looks like he's like penetrated, like really? trying, oh to sub, trying to like subconsciously penetrate her Bob, with his finger. It was the Vulcan. Whoa, it was the whoa. Star Trek. Vulcan handshake or something, because you know that I can't do it. But if you watch Star Trek, he would do that oh my God. and then intersect them. It was like <laughs> poor Chelsea, poor Chelsea, and he was so wasted. Oh. And she's just like, I have a headache. Yeah, but- well, uh, he's like, he's a lawyer. Uh, he comes across like a dumbass though. <laughs> oh, no. Maniac on the first episode. Maniac. Oh, my God. So fun to watch, though. Oh, my God. Anyway. Such a highlight. You guys, it is um 10, 11 oh right gosh. here on the Pacific time zone. We still it's have Kendall. 11. It's 11 with Ben, and we still have Kendall here sitting to join us. So, ladies, thank you. Thank we you. are now going to bring on your castmate, Kendall, hey, Angela, into the An- hot seat. Yeah. Elise, Angela, yeah. here's the deal. We really appreciate you coming on the podcast. You're both ben always beautiful is like a people. proper goodbye. We'll be rooting for your love stories. Uh, thank you for coming on. We don't know who you are. We didn't know who you were when you came on here, but now we know who you are and we're your biggest fans and all the 300,000 listeners out there. Why do you keep undervaluing how many listeners we have? We have like half a million. Oh, 500,000 <laughs> listeners out there. Please understand that these two are special people. So worthy special. of love, looking, looking for love. And uh, now we know who you are. So thanks for coming on. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ashley. Thank thanks you so for having us. us. So thanks for being here. <laughs> who the heck are you, Angela? <laughs> yep, now y'all know. <laughs> now you know. All right, before we speak to this blonde hair, blue-eyed beauty next to me, we have a question from one of our listeners, Andrea. She goes, how come nobody is talking about Ben in the Paradise promo? What are you doing oh, yeah. in there? Oh, yeah. Looking for love. Looking for love. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in the, like, um, what is that called, suit? Uh, mariachi suit. Mariachi suit. Yeah. Um, is that the second time you've question. done that, a mariachi thing? Yeah, the I mean, here's the thing, is you have to really put all cards on the table to find love, and I was willing to do it. And so I put on a mariachi suit, I went down to paradise, I flew myself down there, I showed up on the high, <laughs> or on the beach, and I saw who would take me, and the, the, I mean, not to give a spoiler, but nobody took me. And so I came Aww. back home, and I'm back here on the, parad- uh, on the podcast. The love story is sad. You're going to have to see it play out. It's tough. It's hard for me. I should have legitimately walked down those stairs in paradise. I mean, we have some incredible women that came there on night one. And our next guest uh, is definitely one of them. Kendall, you've been on this podcast before. I have been on this podcast before. Hello Mm -hmm. again, everyone. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Kendall, I've got – Ashley really, really needs to take this away, but I got some questions for you. Oh, goodness. (laughs) So here's what happened to you. When when pod, or when uh, uh, Paradise first 
uh, started, somebody came back from paradise a few weeks in and they said, Kendall is literally the most beautiful person I've ever seen with my own eyes. Oh, that's so sweet. Wait, was yeah, someone on paradise? Um, they were not on paradise. Oh, so this is somebody you've met outside of paradise. But anyways, Ooh. we're not going to give that up. But oh. my question for you <laughs> is all see. of us know you're beautiful. Thank uh, you. Everybody in America knows you're beautiful. Here's the question I have for you, Kendall. Mm -hmm. uh, you're intriguing. Ooh, okay. I like that There's word. A, yeah. Let's call you <laughs> intriguing because you are. You're interesting. You you, you suck us all in. Um, before Ashley kind of goes off on her questions, I want to ask you. I find it. I find. I, I sit down and, and I watch you on TV, and I'm like, okay, this girl's got so much to her. And then you start talking about picnics and cemeteries, oh, yeah. oh, my and goodness. all these things that are like super weird and dark. And I lose, like, and I can get pretty dark. Like, yeah. I, I'm a man who definitely believes in the mystic. Mm -hmm. I definitely believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again. Like, I believe in some stuff that like most people will be like. Yeah, let's explain but ourselves the thing a little is, bit. You see beauty in death too, right? You're saying someone I do. who died oh, and yeah. from the dead. For life to happen, death needs to exist. Exactly. But the problem is, when you talk about it, there's like this element where all I know you as is somebody that like <laughs> likes taxidermy and has picnics and cemeteries. And for that, I go, like, I could see a relationship with Kindle. I would pursue. <laughs> with Kindle, but I stop at these things. <laughs> so the reason, so I can explain why I love picking yeah, yeah. cemeteries. I'm, I'm, I'm setting you up to say, yeah. is this you? If it is, great. I'm just not going to be for you. If, <laughs> if it's I not think, you, then let's talk. I think, um, I think maybe I just have a different perception of, of things. I guess the reason why I love having picnics in cemeteries is because they are one of the only areas you can go to that are just incredibly beautiful they're like parks and there's not really many people that are there and um if you go to the hollywood cemetery there's like a beautiful lake and there's um geese and there's swans and there's peacocks and... is it allowed to just picnic in any old cemetery you should, want thank you amy is. for that question because when i was playing taylor swift for halloween this year i was trying to recreate her music video in the cemetery <laughs> and then i got to the cemetery to recreate it and i was like this feels wrong and turned around yeah. well no it's actually well the one thing that i find is like the one thing i like dia de los, dia de los muertos is like a beautiful holiday because in a way it's um you can go with the dead and you can like, enjoy Coco is the about? memory. Yeah, no. and it's a beautiful memory. And I feel like a lot of people are afraid of death and they're afraid of facing their own immortality or their mortality. So um, when you go to cemeteries, you feel afraid because you, you face your own death, right? It's like you're staring at your future in the that face. That aside, <laughs> are you allowed but to just go to Bristol Farms, get a basket, <laughs> and take it to any cemetery? I'm yes. sure no. Well, yeah, no, I called, I've called cemeteries before, and I've told them that I want to go and have a picnic, and they're cool with it. Whoa, um, but really? I went to, yeah, I went to this one uh, cemetery in Los Angeles I love going to. Um, it's on your way to Burnpick, actually, on your way to here. Uh -huh. um, and I love going there because... I like sitting there. Forest underneath. Lawn. Excuse me? Forest Lawn. Forest, Forest Lawn, yes. Very famous. I love going to Forest Lawn. Um, I, um, so I like going there, and actually the deer will come down from the hills, and they'll eat all the roses and all the flowers on the, on the graves. And I just think it's really cool to go and to watch them because there's, like, so much life around so much death. And um, it's not so much that I like being a, 
You're allowed to on just go in there. Isn't that where Michael Jackson is? Yeah, and and there's parking, guys. There's so much parking in cemeteries. <laughs> no, no one realizes I, I went to Forest Lawn <laughs> to get this Instagram, <laughs> and then I said, real? I can't ever do that because I saw people mourning around me and visiting their loved ones, and I was yeah. like, I feel so not, not so Yeah, similar. you have to honor it rather well, yes. than, like, make a music video. Yeah, yeah I, okay, I go, so that's what it was. Yeah, I yeah. go there. I go, I mean, I like <laughs> yeah, going there. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, they let you watch movies at the Hollywood Cemetery. Yeah, you can watch movies there. I like going there and bringing a book and maybe bringing like an apple or something and just like hanging out. And <laughs> is this real? It you is. Just bring no, no, a time book. out, time out, time out. And an apple. And an apple. She's a I'm Disney princess. Right now. I get it. Like yeah. she made a statement. There's so much life around so much death. Yeah. I understand it. Like it is a unique place to hang out. It's different. It stretches mm-hmm. you. It, it pushes does. you to contemplate there's so many the unknown. Well, there's so many it cerebral... pushes you to contemplate death it yeah. pushes you to also also contemplate life so i get it kindle <laughs> i just think that the bachelor in paradise is not the place to bring this up well, wait but no ben, was i talking ben. about it oh, I was talking but ben about can we please about... talk about the even crazier thing ben's frozen yes. okay ben the grocer had never been on a picnic. Yeah. yeah How is that's that wild. possible? Anyways, Kendall, we close this conversation. I get you. <laughs> I was just trying to feel you a little bit, relate with you. I understand you a little bit more now. Thank you for sharing this. I appreciate your uh, curiosity. You, you've got a depth at which we've never seen on this show. And so Thank at you. some level, it's hard to understand. But at another level, it's amazing to witness. We just got to get to know you better. So anyways, I appreciate Amy's you. question. <laughs> You're hanging out and getting to know a guy who's never mm-hmm. been on a picnic, and they can't even talk to you about picnics, and you're into him. And he's wow. a grocer. He works with food. I, you know, Joe is just somebody that he's just. I think he just makes me laugh. He's just hilarious, and um, he's just so honest and genuine. And um, you, you just can't help but to get Joe when you hang out with Joe. You mm-hmm. know, did it, you mm-hmm. feel tingly for Joe? <laughs> I definitely, I definitely felt something for Joe the first, nice. the first episode. Yeah. Okay, the first episode. Mm-hmm. Do you, yeah. who else was really interested in you? I feel like there was another guy we were really trying to move on in. Um, I haven't seen. Oh. Well, Colton. Okay, <laughs> so, so no Colton did try to talk to you before no, he tried talking to Tia, and you in... felt weird about it. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Colton's a great guy. He has the same na- name as my brother, so that automatically was kind of like, a, I don't want to like. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, I, I really like Colton. I think that's cool so guy. much weird. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I know it does. But, um, yeah, I get it. I, I think no, I think he's a great guy. He's just not. He's not. He's not really my type. But mm-hmm. I, I. He also dated two of my friends. So um, to me, I feel like I don't want to get involved in that. There's already so much going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think he just wanted to talk with me because he wanted to get some feedback because I was friends with both Becca and Tia. So I think he just wanted to get more clarity. Yeah. Oh, he seems okay. younger than you. Uh, I, I think you guys are the same age. I think we're the age. same age. Yeah. I like, maybe I'm a little more he's mature. Seen, oh. he is not <laughs> yeah, Colton is young. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I think he just, he has so much to experience, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I see so much like curiosity and excitement in him. And I feel like that's something that he was probably hoping to go to paradise to discover. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, are we gonna see you date someone that will surprise us? Um, I I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like going into it, I just wanted to have a very open mind, and I wanted to surprise myself with who 
um, I ended up talking to. And so I guess initially, I, it, I mean, as you can see in the first episode, I, I wanted to just talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. And Joe actually surprised me a lot. Uh, How many he... people did you make out with on Paradise? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I did not make out with everybody. That's what I'll tell you. Oh, come on. <laughs> Give us a number. No, you, they're like, they're being like so good to their, their, you know, their producers. Guys, kissing is a way to really get to know somebody. <laughs> so we saw Tia kind of rip on Crystal. Oh. She wasn't really holding back. She kind of. Yeah, she made fun of her a little yeah. bit in the beginning. Oh, how, because how of the whole voice you... thing. Yeah. Is that yeah. what it was? How yeah. are you and Crystal? Um, I have no animosity towards Crystal. I think Crystal's a cool girl. She's a very powerful woman. And um, I don't know. I mean, I I personally don't feel like I have anything that I have to like hash out with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had our whole thing in Ari season, but I don't think that came from a place of disliking each other. I think that came from a place of just being backed into a corner and then, you know, we all kind of act differently in those Does situations. Does she seem new and improved or sort of the same old Crystal? Um, I think I definitely feel like she learned a lot from Ari's season. And I think she's bringing that into paradise. And um, yeah, I mean, she's she's a very powerful girl. Which process made you more emotional? Um, Ooh, the Bachelor one, or Bachelor in Paradise? Oh, Paradise for sure. Yeah, that's what I always say. Yeah. It's a whole different beast. So because different. It's you're constantly with the other person. Yeah, I think I've laughed harder than I've ever laughed there. And I've probably cried harder than I've ever cried there. Totally. So there wow. was a lot of different extremes, mm-hmm. which was actually really fun. Yeah, because I saw in the preview, it looked like we saw uh, a cry <laughs> fest from you that oh we didn't see with Ari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like... It's interesting because you can kind of, you're kind of, there's like so much more like choices in a way mm-hmm. and there's more like elements to it and it's so unpredictable. And I and also to think about it this way, you're with the person that you're dating like 24 seven there. Yeah. And you have so much time with them. And so I feel like everything is so expedited. I was able to really get to know the people that I was dating and, um, you know, I see beauty in so many different kinds of people. So it's. Yeah, it's it's hard. It gets very difficult. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's not well, as... You're the kind of person we need on the show. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, like, transcend the show a little bit, and that's not easy to do. We have a lot of respect for the show, but you, like, you look past the craziness and look towards the actual meaning of the show and the actual meaning of the person. I think you're the exact type of person we need. I'm excited to watch this play out. I think oh. you make out with... <laughs> Two people. Ooh, I think two, two as well. That's a good guess. I think two. Maybe think three. Two, Do you want to tell us which um, potty you used when you have to go to the bathroom? We had a connection yeah, about I two think seconds ben is, ago. Ben is thinking there. about texting you later. Girls don't so. do that. <laughs> That's right. Good answer. <laughs> no, My mom's Kendall, listening to this like, there you go, Kendall. You? Yeah. Did me? you find one? Is there a special... The kitchen one? A special bathroom? Yeah. Um, I feel like... I don't know. It, you know, surprisingly, it wasn't as difficult to find privacy as I expected. Oh, really? really? I yeah. would like like to go into the girls' bedroom during the day and like take a nap, but it really, I was just closing my eyes or like writing in my journal or something. But you use the excuse taking a nap. Actually, I did take more naps than I ever have in my life in Paris. Yes. And it was, I think I was just so emotionally exhausted. And drinking and the, and the crying. Yeah. I oh, and you the know Mexican what? meals. Yes. Nothing is more true than that statement. When I get emotional mm-hmm. lately, like I've experienced. The weirdest thing that when I get emotional, it's almost like I lay down to sort of, hmm. and I, 
I don't know if I pass out or like if I fall asleep, but like when I get emotionally oh, it drained, it drains you. It's more than anything. Well, because it releases certain chemicals into your body and it causes you, it actually releases, it actually releases like endorphins so you feel happier when you yeah. cry, when you yeah. sob. Hmm. Yeah, really? So you cry, you Look feel at good. me. I don't feel I happy when I'm bawling. But don't you feel like you feel better after you have a good cry? I mean, I yeah, usually I have to take feel a couple no, of there's actually, there's actually like pain. It's, it's, it's like it takes, it takes away pain when you cry as well. That's well, it's so like a release, but then I literally yeah. almost pass out. Like I had a thing. Oh, go, Ben. My my bedtime is ten o'clock. Typically, it's eleven thirty time right now. So like I'm about to cry and I don't. Feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. had a thing really quick. I want to know if you guys have ever experienced yeah. this, Ashley, especially. Yeah. Where I cried and cried so much, and then I I remember laying down, and then it was like midnight, and I don't know what happened from five o'clock to oh, midnight. I'm like, yes. did I just like fall asleep? Like I just remember covering my head and being so sad, and then like. Oh, time yeah. does go by weird when you're having a day <laughs> like that. Weird. Either super fast or super slow. Yeah, but I'm better now. I'm glad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yeah, Kendall, there is just something about paradise that mm-hmm. um, it makes you feel everything. Yes, I felt mm. so much. It's there. it's not as much of a fantasy land mm-hmm. as The Bachelor is mm-hmm. because that's either a sorority house or a grand luxurious date. But yeah. in, in paradise, you're like this is a beach bed that we're just chilling on. Exactly, and most there's not a lot of crazy luxurious. I mean, there are the definitely dates luxurious huge. dates, but the majority yeah. of the time you hang out with the person that you're interested in is just kind of normal. Yeah, and you can talk about so much. Yeah. So hey. Kendall, before we close out here, you're a great, uh, a great participant of this podcast. We appreciate you a ton. Thanks. Um, I've, I, I mean that. It, my question for you mm-hmm. is, can the fans and the listeners out there, all of the half million listeners that listen to this podcast, um, can we be hopeful that at some point, not saying you're in love today, <laughs> not saying you are in love at the end of this, can we be hopeful that at some point during Bachelor in Paradise, you find love? I feel like... Did you experience <laughs> love? Experience um, a dimension of love? Yes. I definitely experienced a dimension of love. And I think um, I was really surprised with the way that I felt it. Woo! Kendall, we are excited <laughs> to watch that. I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> Ashley's a big fan of yours. Amy's always been a big fan of yours. Kendall, thank you for coming to Almost Famous Podcast. What a terrific episode. Yeah. I oh, smiled through the entire thing, believe. and I hope you guys <laughs> did too, all 400 to 500,000 of you. <laughs> and this is a we long podcast. Y'all. I think we've been on for like almost two hours. Oh, my goodness. Man. Oh, boy, I feel it. All hey, right. uh, thank you to Kendall, Eric, Kenny, Angela, and Annalise for coming on the podcast. Thank you to ABC nzk productions for putting on the bachelor in paradise first episode we're excited to watch we're big fans we'll be here every week recapping every episode next week colton well every is- other episode you know the weeks we don't do two a week right not till Slow. the finale but we'll do yeah we'll do as many episodes <laughs> oh, yeah, next week, i forgot it's you and colton on tuesday i said monday earlier but it's tuesday next tuesday we'll be back Colton and I will be on <laughs> next Tuesday recapping the episode. He's going to be my co-host. We're going to talk everything Bachelor in Paradise. We're going to really dissect his brains. We're not going to let him walk away from this podcast just giving us bogus answers like, I experienced the level of love at some point during the show. We're going to make him tell us you, what exactly to me? is he thinking about to you. Does he love her? I thought that was a good or answer, Or does Kendall? he not? Yeah.
I thought so too. Everybody, ModCloth. <laughs> Go to ModCloth.com and enter promo code BACHELORPOD for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Or check out Jet Suite. If you're trying to vacation, travel, go anywhere, just do it in a luxury. Do it in style. It's only typically $40 more than the commercial flight. If you want to travel, if you want to fly and bring your friends and look cool by doing it, go to JetSuiteX.com. Call them up, email them, whatever you need to do. But make sure you book your Jet Suite. Kendall, thanks for coming on the podcast. Amy, thanks for producing. Easton, thanks for being there to edit and make sure everything looks good and feels good. Ashley, you are the best possible co-host I have ever had and the only one I have <laughs> ever had on a drunk podcast. Drunk with we- a pipe. <laughs> drunk I, with a I pipe? wish you were wrong, but it's <laughs> 1130 in Denver and we've done very well for ourselves. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Toodaloo. <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.